Welcome to Fit Talk, your go-to podcast for health, fitness, and lifestyle. Episode 80, warming up to perform better. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Fit Talk. I'm Matt Waugh. And I'm Arfit. And thank you for tuning in this week as we've got a great episode for you all on how you can take your performance in the gym even higher. Just before we get to this session, though, our thanks always extending out to the show sponsor, Rise Gym Gear. So check them out at risegymgear.com for any and all of your gym equipment or apparel needs. Whether you need a new belt, some straps, wraps, or sleeves, they're the ones to go see. So again, that's www.risegymgear.com. And if you want to support the podcast, use the code FITTALK and you'll get 10% off your order with them. Now then, this week's question comes to us from Marco Hiller through SpeakPipe. And he says, Hey guys, um, I'm Marco from Germany. And I just want to ask if you guys uh, could do a podcast about uh, warm-ups. So um, if you warm up uh, your muscles um, before doing a workout, and how do you warm up? And how long do you warm up? Um, and if you warm up with weights, uh, just do you warm up like on the stepper or um, running? And yeah, yeah, that's it. Thanks. This is another great topic because I feel like there's definitely a lot of gray areas in this vein. Like you can read a ton of studies that suggest the importance of warming up and cooling down and stretching. And there's a lot of arguments towards them. But personally for me, in terms of cool downs, I don't know if this is the same for you, Mark, but I mean, I haven't really found them particularly helpful or useful in the past, like in terms of preventing delayed onset muscle soreness or anything like that. So, I mean... I just don't do them right now. How about you? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really take like a cool down, like just taking it like easy after my workout or just like uh, chilling out or relaxing or something. I just, I don't, I just want to go home and just uh, keep going and I'm kind of busy. So I don't really take time for that. But something that I do uh, for sure is just foam rolling. Um, I don't do it every day. I know that you're a big fan, mm-hmm. man. Uh, I don't foam roll every day, but what I like to do is foam roll uh, before and after, usually on leg day. Or uh, sometime when I was doing like back, I like to foam roll my lats, uh, even my chest. Um, so that's kind of my cool down that I take. You do a little bit uh, before and after? Mm-hmm. I just like it. Right on, right on. Yeah. I mean, for me, I mean, I swear by proper warm ups and stretching. Like every single workout, I have warm up and or I warm up and I have a basic routine that I follow for just about every single one of them. Like I always do because my shoulders are really tight and you know they get a lot of workout. So I always do a lot of arm circles, like in both directions, a lot of single arm as well, a shoulder, tricep, combo stretch, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I always take like a two and a half or a five pound plate and I do a lot of uh, rotator cuff work as well, just to make sure everything's nice and uh, like ready to go. Because mm-hmm. I mean, like you've said, like we've said many times, the shoulders are incredibly easy to injure and uh, overwork. So especially if you're working on a day like chest. But I mean, I do this for every single thing, chest, back, every single workout. um, I always make sure that I get them nice and ready to go because they're just being used in just about every workout that you do. So you want to prevent any sort of injury that could happen because of that. 
Yeah, like you, I'm, I'm doing more a dynamic warm-up before uh, I start to work out. So usually I, I will do it with weight or, or it depends. Like my shoulders, I try to not use as much weight as, for example, when I warm up my chest. Uh, my chest, usually I will just go on the bench and just take a lighter weight and just do 15, 20 reps and mm. uh, just going with the motion and also just bring some blood into uh, my muscle and bring more fluid to my joints and just being active and feeling that I'm connected with with my muscle because for sure, if you just spend the entire day on the, in front of your computer or just playing video game or just doing something else, you might not be ready to, to work out and feel your muscle the, the right way. And also, it's a, a way to uh, eliminate some weak links and just make Make sure that you uh, can improve like the movement, uh, the, the quality of your movement when you will go work out. So you're just ready to do like a, a good proper bench press instead of just starting with bench press and doing like a bad motion and then just injure your shoulders. Uh, so what I like to do to recap is uh, usually between the 15 to 20 reps with lighter weight. And I'm going full range of motion. So when I say full range of motion, there's a lot of people who think that they are doing a full range of motion on the bench press, but they don't even go near their chest with the bar. Um, I'm someone, when you check my videos, guys, I, I when I'm doing a shoulder press, I go touch my shoulders mm -hmm. with a dumbbell. Um, I'm a big fan of that to uh, not only develop my flexibility, but also make sure that I can stretch the fascia of my muscle as much as I can and then uh, perform better and prevent an injury and also uh, grow faster. Very true. I mean, you see a lot of people actually, and for example, on a shoulder press, like I've seen some people like pressing 80s, but they stop and they're a good like three, four inches away from their shoulders. And personally, I mean, I'm just not really sure what the benefit of that is i mean if you're if you're doing a particular exercise yeah. doesn't it stand a reason to make the most out of how much you're supposed to be moving in that direction um i would say it's uh both both can be good the like sometime i will not do a full full range of motion you know but most of the time i'm i will go touch my shoulders but um sometimes we'll do some partial rep and it can be good as well but mm, the uh, more often I will go do the full range of motion. I would say like ninety percent of the time, ninety five percent of the time. Or I will start my my set. For example, I need to do twelve reps, and then at my ten, I start to really uh, I, I'm not even able like to push it. Then I might do like a partial rep and not even uh, touch my shoulders because I will not even be able like to restart and just uh, get the number of reps uh, that I want to do. Um, but also, it's important when you do the full range of motion, not pause at the at the bottom, you know, if you do like a bench press and you bring the, the barbell to your chest and then you just let the bar on your chest and you mm -hmm. don't even contract your muscle, that's something different than, uh, oh yeah, I do the full range of motion, but then you, you take a pause at the, at the bottom. So you develop more your strength, you know, because you need to restart from zero. So the goal is just to have a, a good tempo and you go down, for example, like in three seconds, and as soon as you go near your chest or you touch it, then you you bounce back um, without bouncing like the, the barbell on your chest. That, but I mean, like just pressing back. For sure, um, always always controlled. Mm -hmm. But it's good that you mentioned that though, because uh, like when you get into the gym, say for example, like you're someone who doesn't have a job that means that they're particularly active you know they might not be ready when they first get into the gym so actually having a decent warm-up routine can help you know get all the blood flowing again and even if they're not really feeling up for the workout in the first place 
having a few light sets like that just to get the blood flowing and get them into the range of motion might actually spark the mood for them to you know want to just like kill the workout instead so mm-hmm. you know it can be beneficial in that aspect as well and i know you said uh you know you usually do between 15 20 reps lightweight just feel the muscle just get it to start working um is there something more advantageous of doing that because i remember a little while ago yeah. uh we were talking about doing heavy warm-ups as well it was something mm-hmm. that you had me doing in uh, one of my programs that you wrote for me as well so mm-hmm. what's uh the advantage of maybe doing one versus another yeah um usually because for example i'm doing uh we'll talk again about a bench uh, i will start usually with lightweight and just with the motion like 15 20 reps and then um i might just stretch my chest just hold uh my hand on something and just stretch my chest for like a good 40 45 seconds on one side and then the other side uh my hands in the air and just stretch my shoulders and my chest uh but then i start to to go more heavy and when, when we say like heavy warm-up uh, i don't know if you remember but it wasn't like that that heavy it wasn't like uh 80 of your uh of your of your maximum weight you could use on the bench it was something more when i say like if you warm up for me is i will just go with with a plate you know right away um and then i will go it's maybe half of the weight i will use to do like eight reps or ten reps mm-hmm. that's an heavy warm-up but it's not that heavy you know it's like half of the weight i will use uh but doing that is just something that i found that set my nervous system the right way and um, I can lift more weights during the workout. I think we, I don't, I don't really recall the the episode number that we talked about, but uh, basically by doing that is your nervous system will react to it, and the entire workout you will be able to push more weights than if you were just doing I I, I reps. It's like if you are setting like your body to do uh, uh, strength or uh, endurance. Mm-hmm, absolutely it's just something like that um but yeah it's something that i always like and i always i don't want to be like in, in warm-up mode during like 30 minutes you know in my workout so usually <laughs> i start pretty quickly uh but it's it's dynamic warm-up so it's always by doing uh a movement that i will do in the workout or or involve like the muscle that i will work on that day um, I, I like for example like on, on chest well, we talk about chest but I will not warm up really my legs before um, if I'm doing shoulders uh, I might warm up a little bit my chest because it's a little bit like involved or something but not really I will just go more like doing some side raise or um, rotation with my shoulders and just make sure I'm ready and some shoulder press I'm just warming up with um, the muscle that I will work on that day usually Totally. And I mean, I'm with you. I mean, I'm, I'm not a huge fan of, I don't do a lot of uh, static stretching. Ballistic has always worked well for me, like stuff that, you know, you can really like gravity kind of do the job for you. You know, you're just kind of shaking your limbs around, just getting everything nice and loose and ready to go. Um, but on the subject of legs there, though, I mean, obviously that, that's kind of a different game as well. So mm-hmm. uh, what about uh, on leg day? Uh, how do you like to warm up? I like to do some uh, bodyweight squat and then some foam rolling on my quad, I'm string. Uh, I like to stretch stretch them a little bit more, maybe not static, but I always start with um, a dynamic, dynamic warm-up. So always something that I'm, I'm moving. So bodyweight uh, squat, and then I will have maybe a little bit more weight. So maybe 25 pounds each side, a plate, and then I will just do... Uh, again, 12, 15 reps, but I might not go like in the 20. If I'm going like in the 20s, just body weight squat, um, and then I will foam roll myself. I don't consider like the foam roll, uh, the foam rolling is 
as um, static stretching. For me, it's something like I consider it like as active, mm-hmm. and also it just helped to have a better range of motion after. And also, um, my knee, as you know, they are cracking a lot. <laughs> uh, it's it's not painful or anything. It's just air, and um, but I like to to do like from. Uh, just from roll my quad and just make sure that uh, my joints have some liquid in and I'm ready to to go uh, squat. Yeah, exactly. Uh, same here, especially with my left knee being as tricky as it is. I always spend a good five, 10 minutes on either the uh, Stairmaster or treadmill just to make sure that I'm getting, you know, the or making sure that my knee is good to go as well. As well as, uh, you know, I do a lot of, back to the whole ballistic stretching thing, you know, a lot of leg swings, like moving them in either direction, uh, usually 10 for every single direction, just to like make sure my hips are warming up as well. Uh, and like Mark, body weight squats as well. And make sure you go in like nice and deep down to really just open up the hips. Because for me, I've just found lately, um, just been very stiff in terms of the uh, lower body. So it's important, especially because it's such a large area uh, to make sure that you give it maybe a little bit more attention and give it something that um, is going to help it make sure that it's warm as well. And I actually just uh, invested in another uh, foam roller because the one that I have is quite large. Um, it's I couldn't fit it in, in my gym bag. So I do a lot of foam rolling at home, but I want to start being able to do uh, some foam rolling at the gym for my warm ups and cool downs as well. So I just invested in another one that I'm going to start bringing. And for sure on uh, lower body days, I'm going to integrate this uh, for my warm ups and maybe even a little bit after as well. So who knows? But uh, either way, I'm excited to see. Hopefully this will help bring everything up, especially Mm -hmm. in establishing a better mind-muscle connection. Yeah, and also um, I showed like, uh, I was using like a foam roller like in my back days. I showed it like in a video out that I foam rolled myself before it. it's quite nice, seriously, and you can feel more your muscle after all. Uh, when you're able like to warm up properly or just foam, roll, foam rolling is just great. It's just I love uh, it. It's just like if you're doing uh, doing yourself like a massage or something. It's just mm-hmm. crazy, and and then you will be able to control even more that area uh, because you focus on that part and you are able like to create the mind muscle connection. I know we talk a lot a lot about it, but uh, if you never experience that, you will for sure with the experience by always going at the gym, you will um, learn how to control each muscle. And that's how you basically get results faster because you can control just one area on your body. It's something really hard to do in the beginning because we are all used to um, spend less energy as much as we can and use as many muscle as we can to do one movement. Uh, That's how the human body works. Just how can I use my entire body and spend less energy to get the the job done? But when you're in the gym and you want to maybe gain more muscle and uh, you're more in hypertrophy mode, you need to uh, learn how to control uh, each muscle of your body. Exactly. It can be really hard uh, when your goal is to isolate something, when the human body's natural response is to try and use everything possible to get it to move that way. You know what I mean? Um, And seriously, guys, I mean, don't discount this. Foam rolling really is incredible. I've made a more conscientious effort to, on my off days from the gym, do a good 45 minute to an hour of stretching and foam rolling. And 
it's a decision that I made to be more responsible as an athlete, to not only work on improving myself in the gym, but making sure that I'm taking care of my body to recover better and increase my performance in the long run, as well as rehabilitate any possible hot spots that I may have, like my wrists or my knee or something like that. And mm -hmm. I have to tell you, it's just one of the best decisions that you can make if you learn how to use this tool properly, because that's another thing as well. I mean, you can see a lot of people who actually do foam roll and they're not doing it uh, correctly. A lot of times they're just they're And I know it sounds ironic because it's in the name, but the foam roller is not actually meant to be rolling, 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 rolling constantly. You use it and you can move slightly, make little micro movements. But the goal is to try and find a spot on whatever it is that you're working on, whether it's your leg or your forearm or your tricep or anything like that. The moment that you find a spot that makes you kind of wince and maybe go ow or something like that, that's when you, ha that's when you have to stay there because that's where you get the myofascial release. The minute you start feeling that, that's where you're going to stay. You're going to stay there and breathe and let the foam roller do its job and you'll get the release. And after months and months of using this tool like consistently, you're going to notice such like amazing changes in terms of your flexibility and range of motion and your performance with other exercises is going to go up. You're going to sleep better, everything. It's honestly just an amazing thing. And I recommend everybody who's listening to invest in one or if you have one and you haven't really started using it, bust it out. Yeah, I have a couple of type of foam roller here. Um, sorry if I was like speaking uh, far away. <laughs> um, I was just like listening to Matt and was like, oh, I'm Mariam. Um, <laughs> uh, there, there's one like you can have like one, you can just put them like in your bag. It's just so small. It's uh, mm -hmm. probably like two, two inches. Uh, the, the diameter is just two inches. It's just so small. You can just put it and just bring it with you. I When I travel, I always bring it uh, with me in my suitcase because I found that um, being on a, like an airplane for a couple of hours and when I say like, more than five hours it's really hard on your knees uh when you For stand sure. up you're like oh my god I just <laughs> took 10 years and <laughs> um but that's why it's so good also like to always stay in movement uh if you stop doing stuff if you stop working out if you stop doing physical activity you you will feel more stiff you will feel less energized you and it's the same thing with everything it's the same thing with water if you put water on the table and you let it there like for a couple of days then the water will not be good anymore um so you always need mm -hmm. to 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 move and make sure that your uh your body's always in movement it's so important um not just like going to the gym but if you're doing some yoga do it if you're uh that's why it's so good like to stretch also like on rest day as well and it's good to recover faster at the same time um so yeah it's true. I mean, the human body is designed to move. We're not mm -hmm. supposed to be sedentary creatures. And that's why more than ever, like I'm a huge advocate of having an active recovery day. So on the two days per week that I'm forcing myself to take off from the gym as per your prescription mark, uh, I'm making sure that I'm doing these active recoveries because on the next day, like if I'm taking uh, or if I'm doing a chest day, then a back day and then an off day, you know, on that phone, on that day that I spend with my foam roll or whatever, you know, my chest and back are going to get a ton of love. And then, you know, after I have legs, shoulders, arms, and do another stretching and, and foam rolling day, all those other muscles are going to get the, the attention that they need as well. So, I mean, it's really, 
I think just one of the most beneficial things that I can integrate into my routine. And I know that anyone who does it is going to feel the same benefits as well. Mm -hmm. So guys, we really do encourage you to, uh, to give it a shot and, you know, let us know because, uh, we really stand by this tool and these kind of philosophies. And I think if you integrate these kinds of uh, warm-ups and recovery techniques into your routines that you're going to experience the benefits in the long run. We're very sure about it. Mm -hmm. But uh, I think that's going to be it for uh, this week, don't you think, Mark? Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a good 20 minutes uh, <laughs> talking about the warming up and our experience. And uh, we are not like, uh, oh, I can say that. There's, everyone will find like the way that they like to warm up. Um, I found that most of people really like to have an active warm up. And it's also a, uh, right now what studies prove, prove that is the more beneficial for you for you is to warm up in movement and that's just going to the gym you didn't move and then you just do some static warm-up that's the old way that people were doing like in the 70s yeah. and um a lot of studies like just prove that it's not the best way to do it you can do it after all if you want like to do a static warm-up after uh that you moved and all that stuff because your joints are stretched you your muscle are stretched everything is it's good to go um, to do that kind of movement and your flexibil flexibility and your range of motions is better. Um, but yeah, uh, I think we have covered it. If you guys have any questions, you know where to go, fittalk.com. You send us a tweet, uh, you send us a uh, speak pipe, and it would always a pleasure to uh, to answer you and do an episode for you. Already near 80. 80? Oh my God. What Coming up on it. <laughs> I don't know, but we'll find something cool. <laughs> and uh, we're not going to spoil the surprise or anything right now, but just uh, just a little bit of news, guys. In a couple of weeks, that's all I'm going to say, we've got a really cool uh, idea planned for the podcast. So as always, uh, keep it locked to Fit Talk on fittalk.com. And uh, we'll be sure to talk to you guys next Wednesday, as always. Cheers. Cheers.